0: once again, to the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rubric Hour, brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at LuckyMojo.com. I'm your announcer, Papa News of papanews.com in Omaha, Nebraska, and in just a moment, we'll be joined by our co-host, Catherine Ironwood of LuckyMojo.com in Forestville, California, and Conjurman Ali of theContraMan.com in Mission Viejo, California. This week, we'll be joined by a special guest from the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers, Co-Meadows of co in Auburn, Alabama, bringing us today's topic on protection conjure. Afterwards, they will take your calls and offer advice to address, ameliorate, and remediate your questions and problems about love, money, career, and spiritual protection using traditional African-American folk magic practices of hoodoo, conjure, or rootwork as divine and prescribed by the greatest spiritual hoodooists of our time. You can learn a lot just by listening, but if you're selected from among those who signed up at the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com and calls into the show, then we'll be on the air and receive the free consultation. We'll be going to the phones in just a moment, but first, let's catch up with our co-hosts, Miss Cat, and master i leave miss Cat
1: hi hi Papa Newt um hello it's a nice, warm day today in Forestville. I hope you're having good weather out there in omaha
0: it It's quite nice
1: <laughs> okay <laughs> okay well we are we are hot out here. We have just come back from the uh Forestville Youth Park Parade Picnic and Carnival which is two days of wonderful uh, small town happenings Um, and um, I'm going to ask, uh, before I finish talking here, I'm going to ask uh, Nagashiva who's on the board I could not log in to the chat room so if you could come and Control of my computer and log me in. That would sure be helpful to me, and then I can post in the chat log. Thanks a lot. We um, we were in the Forestville Youth Park Parade yesterday with the Mojo car, all decked out with brand new little statuaries and stuff, and um, we had a wonderful time. It's always a big deal in our town. People line up on the streets, and all the funny cars and the vintage cars. We even had a vintage. Greyhound bus come as part of the parade. I mean, it was just, it was very cool. We got out there, we, we had our lovely time with the craftspeople. Um, I bought a beautiful table all decoupaged with pictures of fortune tellers, old vintage style stuff, the kind of way I like it. And the lady had made it just for me because she'd seen us at last year's craft fair and she knew I liked old stuff like that and she. He says, whole table for me and a matching cigar box so I can put my tarot cards in it. And I thought, you know, there are some things about living in a small town you just can't beat. And um, we had our Local volunteer fire department. They were grilling oysters, and they do that to raise money for the youth park. Because the youth park is not funded by the government; it's a private organization that just is um, local. Anybody who shows up for the parade, the bingo nights, whatever it is they're doing, the money goes to keep the park going. And the park has a softball field. It has a little play area for the little kiddies. It's just beautifully landscaped with trees. It's as as pretty as any park I've ever seen, and it's all done with volunteers. So big shout-out to the Forestville Youth Park Association, and we're always a part of that. Oh, and the Methodist Church gave us free breakfasts too um, with uh, sausages and scrambled eggs and, and fruit. Uh, lovely. The Methodists always throw that in as uh, as part of the parade. If you're going to be in the parade, you get a free Methodist breakfast. So it was a great time. We had good music, and then today we went again because, uh, you know, there's more oysters the second day, and uh, there was a you know band playing, and we had a good time. I shot some little videos of it, and I just want everybody to know. You follow me on Facebook, you'll you'll probably be bored to death with how For- Forestville is just a happy town <laughs> with happy people, and. Um, the interesting thing is we have good Italian food here. People go, "Well, you're up there in sonoma county where do you have, we have a lot of really good Italian food because a lot of Italian people settled this area and they mm-hmm. brought the real Sicilian food with them and um so here we are at this little you know little park out there in the in in town and and we got pasta with pesto that was as good as my Sicilian grandmother made I mean it was dynamic." <laughs> It was great. So that's something that we always have and the Sicilians, a lot of them were fishermen. So that's why we have the oysters. Um and it's just a it's a kind of a odd, you wouldn't think a place called Forestville would have a large Sicilian descended community. And of course there's people of all uh other cultures and backgrounds too. It's pretty mixed up kind of community. We have a lot of um you know, what you might call your your basic lumberjack white guys who came out and chop trees down and then they stayed to lumber them up and then they stayed to become contractors. And since those wildfires that we had in October burned up so much of Sonoma County, I ran into just about every contractor, carpenter, tile setter and stonemason that I know. You know, you meet people at the coffee shop, you get to know them. Well, every one of them and I mean everyone, every welder, every they're up to their eyeballs in work because they're all rebuilding uh, Santa Rosa, which was um, seriously damaged 5,000 homes were lost and mm. everybody is working um, I even ran into um, Lupita, who used to work for Missionary Independent Spiritual Church and um, and her husband, and um, she'd had a new baby since the last time I saw her which was just delightful, got to meet the baby, and she named the baby Lucky, which was just wonderful so that was really uh, a surprise and a treat and uh, to see how well Lupe is doing. And um, so we just have a, and her husband is a carpenter, by the way, and was up to his eyeballs at work. And Rocky Carlson, who has done work for us, he said, I don't know if I can have time to come over and just lay some bricks for you. You know, he's putting in whole giant restaurants full of, of tiles. So um, it was kind of cool to see um, how well we are recovering. And I want to give a big shout-out to Papa Newt, who. Uh, presented a workshop on patron saints at the April Hoodoo Heritage Festival, and he had an altar to St. Joseph the Worker and raised money. People came up and left a petition for the rebuilding of Sonoma County after the fires, and they left money as well as their petitions, and they took some St. Joseph beans, which are also known as mojo beans. So thank you, Papa Newt, for that.
0: Uh-huh. That's wonderful news. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we
1: we and we we put out the uh, newsletter, the June newsletter. There's a picture of Papa Newt's St. Joseph altar, and uh, so and there's a a link to a place where you can contribute to um, an organization. It's a nonprofit that is trying to rebuild Sonoma using more green technology, low impact technology, and a sustainable renewable resource technology in the rebuild than there was in the original build, which was kind of haphazard. Yeah. So, that's all the news from here. How are you doing contrabanali what's up what's doing in your world
2: oh, I'm doing well uh thanks for asking been quite busy as uh summer is is slowly creeping up on us. i was uh, mentioning the other day you talked about how warm it is how it's been a quite temperate summer so far or, or spring I should say leading up to summer um that it hasn't that the heat of summer hasn't fully hit us in Southern California, yet we've had quite foggy and cloudy, cloudy weather, and it really just, you know, I have a thesis that the seasons have shifted, that summer, I remember when I was in high school, summer ended, you went back to school in September, and September was cold, right? You'd wear your jacket, the leaves would change, but I think summer now goes right up until October, and, and there's some really warm Halloween we've had. And the beginning of summer, or what used to be the beginning of summer, the kind of May, June, July area, has become really temperate. It's like the last vestiges of spring. So I've been kind of enjoying the weather and holding off on, on the heat as long as, as can absolutely be possible because I can't stand the heat. And getting done uh, quite a bit of work, really interesting work, lots of court case work that I'm doing. Um, uh, lots of, of justice work um, for for clients. Always fighting on behalf of the underdog, and it's been a really productive, you know, couple weeks.
1: That's great. Oh, you know, that reminded me too. I just got to give a little shout out to Gray Townsend, who um, many of you know through the Ravenswing uh, Magical Company in Oakland, formerly the Sacred Well. And Gray does the covers for our books that we publish, and um, I, that reminds me because I got the book sitting right here. When you yeah. were talking about things, we are uh, reprinting Hoodoo Spiritual Baths by Aura Laforest.
3: Mm. It has
1: sold out its first edition, and um, the reason I mentioned it is because he had to make a couple little changes to the back cover, and uh, so I just want to give a big thanks to Gray for um, jumping in and working on that, and um, we'll be putting that book out the reprint real soon Um, there won't be any gap if you're buying them from us or from Amazon we have just a couple of cases still in stock and by the time the reprint is done we shouldn't miss a beat and we'll have the new edition out so if you don't have that book who do spiritual baths and you want the second edition uh, wait a month or two but uh, the second edition has some corrections some updates and a little bit of improvement on the cover um, that's about it. So um, I guess it's time to bring in our guest. So um, let me just introduce him. Our guest is Co Meadows, who has been a guest on this show before, very popular guest, I might add, has been a presenter at the Hoodoo Heritage Festival, and a very popular presenter, I might add, has put on his own Conjure um, meetups and festivals, and is a real powerhouse in the uh, south in Alabama, and in um, has also been a presenter in Colorado at the Mile High Contra Gala and so forth. And so if you don't know co Meadows, and, I'm, and I really want you to get to know him, he's a wonderful member of AIR, member of Hoodoo Psychics, um, a gifted reader, has his own card set that he's designed, and comes from a long family tradition of root work, and is all around just one of the nicest people I know. So welcome, Cole Meadows.
4: Hello, thank you guys for having me today. I well,
1: really
4: appreciate you're just a, it. I love being here.
1: Well, I love having you as a guest because you know so much. You are so generous mm-hmm. with what you know, and um, we're going to go right to our topic. And our topic is um, protection magic. Unless you have, tell us. Well, before we go to that, you know, I don't want to short you on some time. Uh, Tell us what you're up to right now. You mentioned when we were talking before this show something about um, a Pride event in Alabama. So tell me about that.
4: Yes. So where I live in the Auburn, Opelika area, which is central Alabama, we had our first inaugural Pride, Gay Pride. And Mm -hmm. it's funny because I think a lot of – I won't say a lot of people, but I have heard some people say, oh, Or if you're gay, you must only do gay root work. And I'm like, no, baby, what you don't understand is when you are a spiritual leader or a spiritual consultant, you work for the community, not just Mm -hmm. a community, but the community as a whole. So anyways, but then I also realized, too, how I had not really been such a pivotal point in our community. I mean, oh, I mean years ago, and Miss Cat can tell you because she saw me as Coach Hallie of trap many years ago,
3: <laughs> and, right. uh, and
4: and so um, they they reached out to me. They wanted me to do um, to be their host. The event was absolutely amazing, and one of the most amazing things is they also recognized me as my. My given name, as I call myself, the Hoodoo Queen. And they're like, Hoodoo <laughs> Queen, it's supposed to rain. And it can't rain. We have a parade and we have all of this stuff. And they were like, could you do a ritual? So I did a ritual that my grandma, Dolly and grandma Sue would do with taking the axe, going out to the field, letting the storm come up, and splitting the clouds. It has not rained over the past 36 hours. So they're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. And they're just really excited there were children there, there were vendors and it was literally oh my gosh, we had for the first year over one thousand people arrive at the first um at the first Friday, which is huge. <laughs> so yeah.
3: uh,
4: so we have that going on. Also, um this coming up Saturday I am launching my magazine called Conjure South and this is where once a month, not once a month, but once a season, once a quarter, I'll put out a book full of information about hoodoo, conjure, and root work um, in regards to African-American ways of working, but I also have things in there like Italian magic and Celtic magic because in the South, being in the Bible, Belt, many people are afraid of... Like some some European descent people want to learn, but they don't know where to go. They don't know who to talk to. So but I, because I do have somewhat of a platform, I wanted to use my platform in order to reach out to multiple indigenous communities and not just the Conjure community. So we created Conjure South, known as the Hoodoo Grimoire. Um, the launch is in Atlanta this Saturday from 12 until 3. You can get your tickets at thehoodooqueen.com. Um, they're cheaper online than they are at the door, or you can get them at the door. We'll be giving free readings. There'll be free music, free food, um, just a lot of stuff. And I'll be presenting a new oracle set called Essence of the Queen Oracle. Wow. And to, seg- to segue into, um, into the topic today, the actual topic of Conjure South. And and will be conjuresouth.com, dot com, which should be launched by Saturday when we do the the live event. Um, and and conjuresouth is not a, a yearly thing; it's it's a one time, it's a lunch, and it's done. Um, but mm-hmm. the 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 first edition of conjuresouth is of protection conjure. Wow. Um, and and the reason why I thought um, that we should speak about protection conjure. Um, Unless, Ms. Kent, I know how you normally run the show. Do you want to speak on Protection Conjure before I do?
1: Well, yeah, I usually like to give a little quick historical background, Yes, um, and then we're going to get you started. So that's really cool, though, that your first one is going to be on protection at this event. That's really good. Well, what I was going to say is when I first started working for people, when I was young, and this goes back to the 1960s, of course, my major interest was love because I was a young woman who wanted love. Mm -hmm. And then my next major interest was money because I was a young woman living on the street and I needed money. And... um, And then I wanted luck and so forth. And um, I didn't feel the need for protection until a couple of years into uh, growing up, I guess you could say. And um, suddenly I realized I had no protection and I had learned all these little tricks and tips for love, but I hadn't learned how to keep from, you know, having rapists kind of strike out at me on the street. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I had had an old time worker who had told me about walking shielded. He said you you walk shielded, you should be shielded. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what he meant. So I went back and I started to learn about protection work. And I thought originally I thought I'm so brave and bold, no one can touch me if they come at me, I'll just knock them down. But I found out, you know, there are people bigger and stronger magically as well as physically, as well as authority figures. You know, you ain't you ain't lived until mm-hmm. you had the police pull a gun on you in liberal cases. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you just go, why is this happening to me, right? So I learned the need for protection. Well, as I got to be more of a professional and and did this for a longer time, this was back in the 60s now, mind you, but as I went to do it for longer, I found out that protection was probably the third most requested, even ahead of blessing and cleansing. Yeah. Um, there are people who want blessing and cleansing, and I would say that's it's, it's almost a tie, but it's the fourth most requested. But people mm-hmm. don't talk a lot about their need for protection. For some people and some families, it's taught very early. For others, like me, I just thought I was brave and bold, and no one could could come at me. I just didn't realize it until I'd gotten. Uh, knocked down a few times, that I did need protection on the magical level, the spiritual level, mm-hmm. and also the emotional level. And so I found out in in doing this sort of work that there are. When I started sorting my clients out, there are many of them that need protection. Now, me being the kind of orderly thinker I am, I began to ask, well, what does protection consist of? Mm-hmm. And I came up with four different. Kinds of protection. That's just me. There may be more than four. There may be 16 of them. I don't know. But I kind of lumped everything into four kinds of protection. Protection number one is invisibility. They just don't Mm. see you. Some people call it walking shielded, being being lucky, whatever. Then the next kind of protection is the protection where you put up a barrier, but it doesn't. Nobody gets hurt. It's not an electric fence. They just run up against the barrier and they can go no farther. The third level is where it's like you put up a mirror, right? They come at you, and it goes back to them. So now they're getting punished, right, for trying to attack you. And the fourth level is reflected in an old title for an old, old uh, formula called Fiery Wall of Protection. This is the flaming hell protection where if they come at you, they basically burn to a crisp because, hey, it's their own damn fault, right? Right. So those four types and levels of protection are different. The formulas used to, to mm-hmm. make the oils and things are different. The herbs that are used are different. Now, there is some overlap. You might find mint, for instance, in a regular oil protection uh, formula, and mint might be in fiery wall because it is a little on the spicy side. But I have found that the hotter the herbs, the more fire you're adding to the uh, protection. The more mechanical reflection you put into the spell, the and the more way you speak your words to let it be done unto them as they would do unto me. That's the, the send back. The invisibility form of of um, protection is one that most people don't explore as much as they should. Mm-hmm. I'll just give a couple of ideas: putting bay leaves around where you work, um, using arrowroot powder on your hands or agar agar on your hands. Those are invisibilities. Or mm-hmm. putting um, A a psalm in your feet. Those are to to, you know to be untouched. So that's what Mm -hmm. I have to say. Now I'm going to turn this over to you, Co. Because you and I have never talked about this. So you tell me, how do you view protection?
4: Well, protection. And it's funny. Well, it's not funny. I find it very interesting how you bring up your view on it from the beginning. You're a woman. Love. You know, Mm -hmm. and being your own. You're you're a working woman. Money, well, mm-hmm. to be this is where people have to really understand when you're really dealing with the African American working in the South. Protection is number one.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. You know, you don't you you and 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 it goes back to the um like my grandmother says the ancestors they serve two divine forces. One guidance, to protection,
3: okay, Mm -hmm. or
4: one protection or two guidance. You know, you don't go to the ancestors and you ask them like you would a god or goddess or a deity, but you go to them in gratitude of thank you for your guidance, thank you for your protection. You know, I'm coming to you for protection, those kind of things. But protection um, is very important um, for a person of color being raised in the south. Um, You cannot walk down the street and feel, you know, like, you know, that, that you're just a regular citizen. You do have to watch your back, even, you know, mm-hmm. depending on neighborhood neighborhood you're in. Um, even going to the grocery store, you say you're not in a bad neighborhood. Going to the grocery store and you have someone in the, um, that your cashier who's a racist who has zero tolerance for a person of color, or, or and when I say a person of color, I'm not just speaking of black, any ethnic group of person, if they have mm-hmm. or whatever they could literally respond or react to you in a very hateful, mean, derogatory or malice type way, and you need protection from them but um and these are more of your practical ways of thinking in regards mm-hmm. to protection but in that's regards right Can, to i'm ma-
1: gonna i'm gonna jump in I'm gonna jump in here too and say when I started doing hoodoo, and the reason I said love came first and money, second, I was still living at home. And mm-hmm. um, and I did what- But when I got and you said me as a businesswoman, I wasn't a businesswoman then. When I said money, I meant like so I could go out and you know buy a, a treat or something. But when yeah. I found out, when I went to at the age of sixteen, when I went to live on my own, and and that's when I realized I was completely unprotected spiritually, yeah. magically. I mean, I carried a switchblade, but I needed more than a switchblade. I needed. To not be attacked <laughs> You know what I'm saying yeah. So okay. I hear you and I know what you're saying As a female, as a person of color In my case as a Jew They just attack Jews They just look at you and they go you're Jewish oh, yeah. And they're going to attack you yeah, absolutely. Um, you know any anybody who Can be victimized will be victimized in the united states and in other countries too if they think that you weigh under a hundred pounds they'll victimize you because they malice. know they weigh more than 150 and they can take you down so yes it's every it's everywhere but it, in particular the malice as you said is very heavily directed against people with um, brown and black skin tones but it's also the malice is directed against people for any reason you don't even know why a man may mm-hmm. look too effeminate. a woman may look too masculine. A woman yeah. may be in a bar that that only men go to. You know what I'm saying All of those things we all need protection. okay, carry on now
4: so so as I mentioned, you know those things are more of your practical things that you would think you know you should be protected from so again, mm-hmm. caring particular well i I will tell you one of the most incredible. Touching stories that my great grandmother Alcee Medo, she taught me. She says, "You know, if you honor the elements." And she, her, her parents were Creek Indigenous. Um, she was Creek Indigenous and European and African. She was a mix of those. And so when we start talking more about the elements, I know that this isn't so much the African aspect of her. But she goes, "You know, if you sweeten the elements enough." even if someone shot a gun at you the wind will bend the bullet.
3: Mhm. 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 Mm-hmm. And I
4: was like, really? Like so I used to get these stories and so in in like for example, if you um if there was a flood or whatever, or you, it was about to be raining and, and it was gonna flood, you can go to the river and you give your offering to the water spirit and the flood will skip your house. You know, mm-hmm. or whatever and again, these are still protection. So I thought it was absolutely yeah. amazing. Yeah, then, yeah. <laughs> speaking about the um, the 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 importance of magical spiritual protection when you are doing spiritual work is this, and this is something. This is where Cole gets a little irritated. I get on Facebook and I get on Instagram and I see everybody who doing, <laughs> as mm-hmm. I call it. A lot of people are doing, 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 and they go, oh, my gosh, I got $500 in less than two hours because I did this, did this. And within three hours, I don't know what's going on. I feel that I'm cursed because just all of those $500, they're gone. (laughs)
3: And I'm
4: like, well, see, first of all, what you need to do is protect yourself first. And this is the reason why protection is so important to me first. It's because you protect the blessings that you have. Mm-hmm. Already, and this way you don't lose those, whether they are mundane or metaphysical or spiritual, mm-hmm. whatever those those things are.
3: Mm-hmm. You are those
4: things that you have, and then, whenever you are doing work to manifest other things, you are already mm-hmm. you know to open that door. Okay, and I tell people this; they don't understand it. They really don't. You open that mm-hmm. door. You open those roads for your blessings. And you leave mm-hmm. that door open, you leave that door open to your enemies coming right behind you. You yeah, must close that
2: and lock it. I just want to. Can mean, I just? Yeah, I gotta let, say me, let me let me get
4: Ali in
1: here. Yeah, let me get Ollie in here because he has something to say. I know.
2: That's I, I a really that, important thing. Yeah. Such an important thing you just said there, Co Meadows, and, and I'm just gonna testify to, to what you just said. I remember when I was learning conjure, the one of the very first things I learned when I was doing money work in particular you said $500 as Mama J said the very first thing to go when people throw at you is your money because money Mm -hmm. is fluid and money flows it flows very easily so it can come it can go you can draw money like that it's the easiest it's the easiest form of conjure to do also drawing in money very easy to do and it's the easiest thing to lose. And so whenever we did money work, she, was taught, she taught me that every single formula, every single conjure, whether I was making a powder, whether I was lighting candles, whether I was making a jar, is to always include alfalfa and alkanet to protect your money. Now, she also had other ways of protecting money. She, would, For example, we use devil's shoestring a lot in a lot of our money protection work. Some people might not think of devil's shoestring as money protection, but it was a very old-school way of protecting the money, making sure the devil didn't mm-hmm. steal from you is what she would say, literally say. The devil will steal from you, so make sure he can't steal from you, devil's shoestring. So we use a lot of protection for money. But to go back to something that, that Ms. Kat mentioned, Ms. Kat and I, I think being uh, Taurus, is uh, think a lot, Uh, alike in in this regards, in regards to protection work. Um, I also believe that there are types of protection and they're inspired um, um, by the way that people can get to you. So I don't have four, I have five. Uh, And these are the five ways, and most of these are not discrete categories. They blend with one another. Most protections might involve more than one uh, category, but the, I see them as five kind of ways of working. One is barrier work. Barrier work is to ensure that people can't get to you via your property, right? So this is laying down mm-hmm. powders, laying down circles, etc. Amuletic. Uh, this is to ensure that people can't get to your persons, right? That they won't touch you with oils or dust you with powders or lay something that you'll walk through. So this is putting a dime in your shoe, wearing a talisman, etc. Then there's guardian magic, that is working with, or guardian protection, working with the spirits of the dead and the ancestors, with angels, uh, because people will send spirits after you. Spirits of the dead will be sent against you, so having a guardian to protect you. Deflection, this is so to protect you from uh, people who will create proxies on you, or people who will do contagion magic, or, uh, or magic of uh, the law of contagion, or even... Um, the law of similarities, right, so the, of course, you know, so creating a doll baby on, on you. So deflection magic. Mirrors work really well there, as well as as well as making, like, proxy dolls in order to deflect away any, anything thrown your way. And then the fifth is invisibility, and that is to protect your persons as you go about your day. It can be protection from uh, gossip, like Slippery Elm, agar-agar, as Miss Cat uh, put on, as well as, like, bay leaves and other ones.
1: So that's very similar to what I said. I think there. the difference is what I call barrier work and what you called amulet work, we kind yeah. of I kind of blurred those together because I see yes. the amulet yes. as a barrier on your person and right. the barriers on your home are similar. I'm just gonna quickly there. throw out a couple of ideas about those. A lot of people know um These, you know, various things that you can put around your house to protect anyone from coming onto your property who has bad intentions. Devil shoestrings, nine devil shoestrings driven into the ground or nine Mm -hmm. pieces. They don't have to be, you can't get the whole devil shoestrings too long. Just nine little pieces as long as your joints of your finger. Bang, bang, bang. Stick them in. Some people will do nine needles with the point up. And um, but buried under mm-hmm. the ground so they, the person doesn't actually feel them with their feet, but spiritually those points are up and guarding you. And on mm-hmm. those, do not break the eyes of the needles because you want those to see what's going on. And mm-hmm. those are some very effective barriers. Of course, there are many seals and, and uh, mm-hmm. talismans such as the uh, Seals of Moses and Solomon, used in hoodoo by many, many workers going back at least to the early 19th century. So it's been a part of black culture long enough that it might as well consider to be. And, of course, it's pretty well understood that that it goes back to the ancient Jews who probably were brown or black people themselves. And so the seals of protection are very good. Some people have added more recent uh, multicultural things, like the Galdrabek seals of protection, which come Mm -hmm. from Icelandic, Norwegian, and Swedish magic. Just as good, evil eye protection from uh, the Mediterranean and uh, Middle East, um, blue beads, things like that. I know many people who... um, Basically, come up in the African American tradition, ran into some Sicilian who told them about them or whatever, and mm-hmm. used them. They've been they've been with us a long time in multicultural context. Those are some of the best amulets, and I really do love them. I mean, they're wonderful. Another um, form of protection that anybody can have or wear is very popular is black tourmaline. Have you have you mm-hmm. ever used uh, black tourmaline co?
4: It's interesting, I'm telling you. I don't know, but if I didn't know anything I would say maybe you're psychic or something cat I don't know. But um <laughs> <I am. laughs> But it's funny. I because I am a and I i I mean, I'm a traditionalist when it comes to hoodoo and so the stones and things that we used were lodestone and pyrite, maybe. Um mm-hmm. and and that's what we did. So when it and this is just my family, we didn't do a whole lot of crystals. But I'm gonna tell you what's very interesting. Here recently and I just got this amazing beautiful black moonstone from Serpent's Kiss from um Soup mm-hmm. and Diamond. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, so beautiful. So anyways here recently, um I have begun to um become a little bit more connected with crystals and doing not. and I'm just learning knowledge. I don't think I'm an expert on it. So please don't call me asking about crystals because I, I can't answer any questions. But <laughs> but, but um, here recently I have been looking at, like, a lot of the darker um, crystals. And if I'm not mistaken, isn't that a, a black?
1: Black tourmaline is a black stone, and it is found in different parts of the world. But uh, the people that I know who have uh, adopted it uh, into hoodoo, and by which I mean African-American traditional practitioners, um mm-hmm. It, they prefer to get the stuff that comes from Africa. And it is found around the world, but it's found in Nigeria, Kenya, Namibia. I have a connection to a, uh, you know, a trader who has a share of a mine in Namibia, and so my black tourmaline comes from Namibia. But a lot of people feel that that has a particular resonance with the African-American experience. This black tourmaline is a crystal, sure, but it's a bunch of parallel lines, and it's very directional. And it, you basically wear it, and it kind of takes in, and boom, it just re- <laughs> gets rid of it. It's really amazing Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely, yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, you know, something I do also want to mention in regards to just protection work is this. Mm-hmm. I feel that people, because and 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 again, it's a lot of who doing, and not a whole lot of who's developing, but a lot of, a lot of who do a lot of who doing. Is most people to me, like for example, in the radio show already. We have hit multiple points on protection in a variety of different ways. But in today's young, trending society, it's very one-dimensional magic. So people automatically run and throw in um, the firewall of protection. That's the first thing they go to. And Mm -hmm. what people have have to understand is you can't handle every situation as a one-trick pony. Because mm-hmm. and, and I, right. I had, yeah. um, I mentioned a spell online not too long ago, and it was sort of how to do some protection work or whatever. And this other worker, very young, and they were innocent. They did not mean to, you know, be, do anything wrong, but they took my working and gave it to somebody else who was in an abusive relationship. Those herbs that I use, and I don't really call them herbs, as I do spiritual allies, um, mm-hmm. but those spiritual allies that I use to um, do the protection work for this particular person that I was talking about, they turned around and did it. Those spiritual mm-hmm. allies um, mm-hmm. fired up the, abru- the abuser,
3: mm-hmm.
4: and so you can't. Some like some people have to understand. You really want to be careful when you're mixing. If someone has a really, really bad fiery attitude and you're adding more fire to it, you're probably going to end up burned. Maybe you know
2: what protection for what work, absolutely.
4: Exactly. Instead yeah. of doing a fire wall protection, do a protection using water
2: to eliminate right.
4: your enemy. That way, you know, you know this think is, about You know, this
1: it, is so true. People ask me, we sell a protection um formula, and we sell Fiery mm-hmm. Wall, people say, well, isn't Fiery Wall stronger than protection? No, no, no. no they're very different. And yeah. and another one I want to mention, here comes our music, is Guardian Angel products. Oh, you yes. have to have a Guardian Angel. Well, there's a bunch more that we can say about this, but I think we've really touched some good points. We're going to do some readings now, so let's have Papa Newt take it away and uh, see where we go from there.
0: The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rubric Hour with your hosts, Catherine Ironwood and Conjurman Ali, and this week's special guest, Co Meadows, will be right back. We'll be taking calls from our listeners, answering their questions through spiritual divination and prescribing down-home conjure remedies and remediation. Our calling clients are selected from among those who have filled out a short questionnaire at the Lucky Mojo form at form.luckymojo.com. You can listen to the show online through blog, talk, radio, or via telephone by dialing 818 Four, eight, five, three, five. If you filled out a client questionnaire at the forum, please dial in now to 818-394-8535 and press 1 to let us know that you're available to be on the air. We will select colors by their area code, and if your area code is announced, we'd like you to say hello and let me, your announcer, pop Papa Newt, read a brief description of your situation before turning it over to our host. Now it's time to go to the phones and take our first caller. And our first caller is calling in from area code 573 in Missouri. This is Alicia. Alicia, are you there?
5: Hi. Hello.
0: Hi. Welcome to the show. I see this is your first time calling in, so welcome. It is. It is. It is. (laughs) Oh, well, come on. Now, let's take a look at your history here. Now, you have had uh, two or three readings with uh, 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 Miss Elvira, Elvira before, but on a different yeah. a different situation. Is that correct?
5: Yes, I have.
0: All right. Thank you very much. And she writes, I am dating a nice man that I don't have any chemistry with. I'm wondering if a better match will come along and if I should let him go. Turning back to you, Miss Kat.
1: All right. Well, that's a very clear and and well-stated question, and I have to thank you for that. You don't know. You haven't probably listened to the show for the last 14 years, but some people do go on and on. (laughs) You got right to the heart of it. Thank you. Now I'm going to ask you a couple questions. Sure,
5: but I just wanted to let you know the situation actually resolved itself. (laughs) Oh, it it actually resolved itself because I just finally pushed him and I was trying to there was no chemistry and I was trying to just make myself settle cuz he has a lot going for him and I finally was like what do you like about me and he couldn't really give me a good answer. I think I was just convenient for him, probably the best he could do. So so that's all over now. Yes, but I have I have a different situation that has emerged okay well you better be brief honey
1: because the time the clock is ticking so let's go what what can we do for very you?
5: brief um it's actually okay so I have a friend that I have very deep feelings for and he's kind of just or so he's messing around with somebody else and I won't go there because he has a lot of anger issues but I didn't know if we should if we're going to end up together or not
1: Okay, so now we have a new guy, on the, uh, a new person on the horizon.
5: Well, we're always kind of on the back burner for each other. <laughs>
1: um, okay, uh, uh, was on the back burner, I get that. All right, so mm-hmm. let me now ask you some questions uh, about this. First of all, what sign of the Zodiac are you?
5: Pisces. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, that's a mutable sign So this is why folks That Elisa not, you know, weeping and moaning and, and crying her eyes out And saying, my life is ruined forever, forever, forever She's a Pisces And they swim with the tide They are very adaptable And like any fish, have you ever noticed why fish always stay level? They've got this thing called a swim bladder They've got these little otoliths in their ear Fishes really know how to orient themselves To changing conditions Tide goes in, tide goes out Fish stays right there Right. Okay. so um, you are adaptable, and so we're going to give you some points for that. Now let's ask about the the backburner man. Uh, what sign is the backburner man? He's a Taurus. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, Taurus and Pisces makes a lovely combination, but you've got to remember that when you get a Taurus's attention, you're going to have it for a long time because they don't change yeah. very quickly. They stay steady, they'll stay steady, rock steady for years, so be careful that you don't just waste um your friendship by diddling with them and then um you know floating away with the tide, okay, just gonna say that not that Pisces is the worst of them, but Tauruses do need special handling. I speak as a Taurus uh, Tauruses do need special handling when it comes to security um they will give you loyalty for life, but they don't like to be played or um you know, whatever. But they're very good in bed and they're they're very loving people. Okay, now I'm gonna ask um uh yeah <laughs> uh, in, in the chat room, uh Nagashiva Lucky Mojo Curie Company says, You called into the Taurus show. You'll get yeah. the Tory in view. <laughs> I don't know if you've listened to this show long enough to know that this show for some reason we can't figure it out. We don't know. This is the Taurus show. All Tauruses all the time. Um we do our best. <laughs> <laughs> That's my pattern. I have I
5: have I have a pattern of Taurus in my life.
1: Well, Taurus is sextile to Pisces, very good relationship. So let me put down three cards, okay? Card number one, the Wheel of Fortune. Uh, This is a card that says things are changing and have changed. The snake falls off the wheel. The faithful dog-headed priest of Anubis, the comforter and companion uh, god, is rising. And then at the top, justice is being served. There are four animals in the four corners, Taurus, Leo, uh, Scorpio, and Aquarius, represented as a bull, a lion, an eagle, and a man definitely a fixed sign would be good for you. Taurus is very good. And this person would be loyal and will be a good friend. May not be the most exciting person. I know Taurus has a reputation for being kind of mm, stubborn as a negative way, um, persistent and um and loyal is a good way to say it. But that but this is a good companion. It's it's a good card. It shows you've just gone through a major change. It may have looked like just like a whoa, that was real quick. But actually this is a major change. Now the other thing about this uh, back burner guy, he may not be uh, the person you end up spending your life with. Uh, we have the Knight of Cups, and that is a knight covered with a tunic that has fishes all over it, and it stands for immutable water, Pisces. <clears throat> so that's your a card that relates to you. He's holding a golden goblet and is moving forward from a desert to a beautiful stream, and along the stream there are little willows. And the little willows are not strong enough to lean against because they bend, but they are flexible and they are comforting and shading. And above, there's a cliff, uh, above the cliff. At the top, there are some oak trees. That would be the stability you might crave in the future. But you can't go up that cliff Immediately, you've got to wind down through that little river valley, through all those willows, and then up the valley of the next little creek and join this creek and come around the back and you'll get to where you want to get to by and by. So Mr. Backburner may just be a good friend along the way, um, but don't lose sight of your high goal, which is a real union, unless you, know, you want to just be a wanderer forever. Um, but you have faith, that's the golden goblet, you have hope, you have insight, you have spiritual wisdom. Anybody holding a golden cup in these cards is someone who is somewhat psychic themselves. And this guy has fishes all over the tunic so um, and walks forward, the horse walks forward. So if nothing more, the Taurus is going to be a good companion of the way and probably stay a loyal friend. However, going on to the third card, and I'm going to do this real quick now, third card is another knight. And this is the Knight of Wands, and this says uh, that this is a knight going from right to left on a prancing horse, a little more fiery, a little bit more exciting. You might meet a more exciting person later than the Taurus, or the Taurus may end up being a little more exciting than you thought. But I don't think that um, probably won't stay with this Taurus for life. I'm just, my, well, how old are you, honey?
5: Thirty-seven.
1: 37. Well, it's probably about time you'd want to settle down, but this may not be the be-all and end-all of your life. But um, but he is a helper. The Knight of Wands is always a helper, always a, a person who is sincere and loyal, uh, much like that red Anubis figure on the Wheel of Fortune. So what I see here is um, certainly um, a good ability to... Um, have a good relationship with this guy. I'm going to turn this over to
4: Co. And let's see what he has to read Well um, And it's Alisa, correct?
5: Alisa, yeah
4: Alisa, yes, okay So I um I went to get the Essence of the Queen Oracle Which is the first time I'm using them on the show And as I grabbed them A woman's spirit actually spoke to me I don't know if she is a grandmother of yours Or she's a mother figure Could be actually even an aunt um, but she speaks to me and she automatically, when you mentioned this, these are the words that I got, okay? No. Okay. <laughs> that simple. No. She just says she says no. Um, and then as I was like, Okay, well if it's a no, then this this isn't going to manifest and again like cat says into anything um deeper. So I'm using my um I guess you you call mediumship, um, if you will. So anyways, <clears throat> she says no. When I flip my cards, though, it does show a couple of different things. For example, like you get the card of the horse, which speaks of free-spirited. This says that the spirits are free. So this definitely says y'all going to have a lot of fun together. But another thing that this woman brings to me is you and he will probably have something going on probably until next April. At that point, you're going to find yourself frustrated because you have not actually gotten what you wanted out of this because the truth of the matter is you're really wanting love you don't just want a write down kind of situation you want something more deep i encourage you to do this if you wanted to do any kind of spiritual work do spiritual work if you want to put a timeline on it but definitely by april you need to move on in order for you to find the person that you're supposed to be with i'm actually getting about the age and this sounds pretty bad, but I think you're pretty right. headstrong. Um, mm-hmm. The age of 42, 43 is when you're probably going to be able to really settle.
1: Whoa. Oh, that was just what I was thinking. I was going, she's going to be 42. And when she said 37, mm-hmm. I said, I don't want to discourage her. So I didn't say it, but you said it. Wow.
4: Sorry. Well, okay.
5: I've already, <laughs> I've already been married and. Everything and I look young for my age. Like I just had somebody that thought I was twenty last night, so it's not a big deal. <laughs> all right, <laughs>
4: all right. Yeah. So, uh, Alyssa, you, you finding love won't be an issue. It's you getting out of your own way in this thing. You you want mm. what you want. That's going to be the that's that's literally the only thing. Once you can release all of this past back burner people and people in the past. Once you release that, doors will open for many other great things. Okay. Wow.
1: All righty. Well, let's turn this over to Conjurman Ali, and thank you for that, Co-Meadows. That, mm-hmm. that was interesting because we kind of, we, you know, it's funny when the readings kind of overlap and kind of go in the same direction. So, Ali, you heard it. Um, now you're, you're going to give the lady some some good root work advice. What to do with the back burner guy and how to search for the true
2: husband, right? Yeah. Um, well, you've come to the right place, uh, Alyssa. You know, I'm a Taurus. And as a straight Taurus <laughs> man, I can give you some practical advice um, as well as some root work advice. First and foremost, if a Taurus likes you, they'll be with you. Taurus is of a natural inclination towards monogamy. That doesn't necessarily mean they're ready to settle down and get married. They may be serial monogamous. They may even play the field. So if they want someone, they'll go after that person. That's a very important thing about Taurus as you got to understand, which means if he puts you on the back burner, he may recognize that there's a connection between you two is unwilling to act on it and that's that should tell you something okay something to bear in mind now the most important I'm the one who won't
5: act
2: on it <laughs> let me finish the, the one thing right. you need to be be aware of here and most important is you lack clarity you need to figure out what it is you want and you need to figure it out soon it's okay to play in the field. It's okay to, to, to have multiple relationships. Even back to back, that's perfectly fine. But if your end goal is to be with someone in a loving, long term relationship, you need to kind of sort out what it is you're looking for in a partner. For example, you say you've got something with this guy, but you're afraid there's a temper issue. You're not willing to go down that road. You're putting this guy, you know, you're not willing to act on it. Well, you know, then why ask if this is the guy you want to be with? If you've already said that there are things that worry you, then, then don't even think about it. But you are mm-hmm. in this kind of state of flux, and this happens with Pisces, right? You guys may be adaptable, but you're also as, as fluctuating as the tides, and that's a problem <laughs> when it comes to relationships. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you two specific types of working. One is to see if this guy is is for you. If you want to pursue this guy, do this working. If you don't want to pursue this guy, then don't do this working. And the other is to bring for you your ideal lover. So if you want to try things out with this, Taurus, if you're interested, if you're curious, even if it's maybe short term, then go ahead and try this. What I want you to do is get catnip, rose, and bohog, or sometimes called lovage, brew this into a tea, bathe yourself in this, let yourself air dry, gather a bit of that used bath water, sprinkle it on your front door, so that if he steps through it, he's going to be stepping through that bath water. Take a little bit of love me and come to me oil. Mix it with a lotion of your choice. Um, prefer if it's got some type of vanilla scent or rose scent. Uh, Taurus is like both of those scents. Uh, you can mix it in that and you're going to lotion yourself up so you smell nice. Then make a meal. Make a nice hearty meal. Nothing that's going to put them put them to sleep, but something that's going to be warming. Invite this man over. Feed him. Include Uh, ingredients that are going to be warming. You might put some cinnamon and some wine all for it to him, and then sleep with him. There you go. That'll start a relationship with him. If that's what you want, if that's what you want, take down the straw. The next step is the most important step. Whether you end up with this guy or not, you need to do this other portion, and this is for you. What I want you to do is take a piece of paper and fold it in half. On the left hand, write all the qualities, characteristics that you don't like from these men that you've been with, whether it's from your divorce, whether the guy you didn't have chemistry with, or this Taurus backburner dude, whatever it is, write it down. Be like, "Mm, no chemistry, Uh, temper. It's all the things that you don't want. Write it down on the left side. On the right side, write down all the qualities that have attracted you to These people, for example, you said you didn't have chemistry with this other guy, but he had a lot going for him. So write that down. Secure, well-off, etc. Right? Passion, chemistry, write all of that down. Fold this up, place this under your pillow, go to sleep in the morning, revise the list. Constantly tricking it down until you get it to the essence of what you're not looking for and what you are looking for. Do this at least a total of three times until you have the heart and soul of what it is you want and what it is you don't want. Don't use the first list that you create because that first list will be flawed and there will be things on there that you think you want but you don't actually need. And there are things on there that you may not want but you can live with. So be clear, right? So, So This is a process of really getting down... To the heart and soul. Do it three times. Once you've done this, what I want you to do is tear the list in two. Take the left side, the bad list, fold it up, place it into some type of bowl or, or a heatproof dish. If you have one of those cauldrons, you can even use one of those. Dash it with some Florida water and light it on fire. Watch those flames burn all of that negativity away. Once it's burnt down to ash, cover it in salt, stir it up, Take it to the crossroads and dispose of it by tossing it over your left shoulder and walk away without looking back. No doubt, no hesitation, no second guessing. Walk away. Take the list of the stuff that you want. Anoint it with come-to-me oil, four corners in the center. Place two roses, one for you and your future partner. Fold this up and place it under your bed between the box, spring, and the mattress. This is to ensure that that person will come to you wherever they may be, however long it may take. Both of these are very straightforward, simple working, but I think they're very doable. Um, I think there is a a little bit of figuring out that you still have to do, but you've got some options ahead of you.
1: Okay. And in the meantime, the Taurus will always be good for a fuck. (laughs) Yeah. Ain't that so okay, I yeah.
5: can, can we
1: get a can we get a can we get a witness from one of our tourists
2: here? Witness, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> <Amen>.
1: <laughs> All right. Um but okay. the only problem is you might connect too much with the tourists and they're hard to get rid of after you know they, they 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 stand around and beg and say, But we were fucking, we don't want to stop now. They'll just do that. You know, you gotta be
3: mm-hmm. play them
1: gentle. Play them gently. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, um, you know this is a this is good work, solid work. Let me ask Co is there anything else that you would add uh to tell Alyssa as far as spell work to do
4: i if you were my client and I'm a very um people either love me or hate me when it comes to this kind of stuff <laughs> because I'm just like you know your time is of the essence it's the most valuable thing that you can have in your life. And I personally feel that you need to take a handful of rose hips, kiss it for 21 days, wrap it up in a red bag, and bury it in your front yard if you live in an apartment, bury it in a flower pot in your house. And what this is going to do is protect your emotions and your heart. So what that may actually do is repel what you don't need, not what you don't want.
3: Mm -hmm. So
4: so Mm-mm. I'm just saying, you know, so I just want, you know, you don't never know. Tomorrow isn't promised. So, all right. Now, careful. what
1: was it? What was it you said that she should take?
4: Rose hip. She takes rose hips. Rose hip. hips.
1: In other words, a little. Hips, I want hip. people to know because they don't always call it the same thing. Uh, some people call them rose apples. Some people call them rose hips. Most people call them rose hips. These are little, the little fruit of the rose bush. All right. That's a wonderful way to work. And, and rose hips is kind of the production of the rose. The rose is love, but the rose hips is what is actually left over after you've done all the attraction work. That's a really good way to work, a I like that. All righty. Well, we got another um, a reading coming up, and so that means we're going to turn this over to Papa Newt, and Papa Newt will bring us our next reading client.
0: Support for this program is provided by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California and located online at luckymojo.com. And by the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers, AIR, a directory of ethical and authentic contra practitioners located online at readersandrootworkers.org. And by the Crystal Silence League, a free online prayer service of missionary independent spiritual churches located online at crystalsilenceleague.org. Sil- and now it's time to go to the phone and take our next client. And our next client is calling in from area code 323 in Los Angeles, California. This is Tiffany. Tiffany, are you there?
6: Yes, I am. I'm here.
0: Hi, and welcome back to the show. I see you have called this previously before about three or four years ago. Um, mm-hmm. Let's take a look at your information here. Now, uh, you have had a reading with Ms. Kat, but that was on a different situation. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. All right. And I also worked with Ms. Aida before. Um, and, okay, here we are. Your information that you have provided for us, fame has always sought me, a large amount of people uh, connected. Uh, con- uh, sorry, connected me. Uh, be ver- have become famous. Uh, I want to know if if it's my time now, or how I plan to go about it is right. I turn back to you, Miss Cat.
1: All right. So Tiffany, I I'm going to say that. Um, because I know you, and so hello, <laughs> and um, hello, and uh, Tiffany is also known on the Lucky Mojo forum as A Star Is Born, and has made quite a few posts, if I remember correctly. Um, so yeah, so very nice to hear from you. So um, may I ask? Um, I'm going to turn this over um, for the uh, reading. Is going to be Ollie first and then Co. But I'd like to ask just a couple of questions. Um, when you say that you know fame has touched those that are near you, and this is what you want too, um, and you're in you're in a in the entertainment industry, right?
6: Um, I actually left the entertainment industry. Um, mm-hmm. I used to model as a child. I used to have solos in the choir and at school. Um, you know, I. I've been in several rap videos, things like, I mean, literally asked to do them. I've been stopped in the mall, um, you know, at the restaurants, things like that. People always come up to me and ask me to do things, not know that, whether I can sing or not. I turned down a record deal. Um, well, well, well then, know. hold on. Now, let's
1: just pull up short now. You mm. want to know if it's your time now, but you've been refusing some offers too, right? Yes. Okay. So I want to make that real clear. You... If you want it, you've got to take some of these offers. They may be squirrely, hinky, and not so good offers, but otherwise you'll just sit there at the end and be your time will have uh, expired and you won't take any offers. So what you're really asking, maybe um, you say, "How? I want to know if how I plan to go about it is right. So what do, how do you plan to go about it?
6: Um, well, first I have to say that um, I am 44 now. And But I look like I'm in my 20s. Like, people think that my 20-year-old son and I are brother and sister. I don't look my mm-hmm. age at all. Um, and even, you know, younger men are attracted to me and everything because I look like I'm 25, 26. Even when I'm with my 29-year-old mm-hmm. sister, they think I'm younger than her. Um, mm-hmm. I can sing like Mariah Carey, like Whitney Houston. That's not um, an answer. No. Oh, but hold up. Right. Hold up. We have a very short time. I'm
1: asking a real okay. specific question. I didn't okay. ask what, if you look your age. I said, what is the plan you want us to read about?
6: Uh, My plan is is just to go back to having um, my vocal lessons. Um, I felt like moving to Europe, specifically London, was a better idea because they tend to be less, you know, ageist over there. And that, Mm -hmm. you know, because I do have the talent and people do still pursue me for things, you know, should I just do it instead of being afraid and... And you okay. know, feeling like I'm not good enough. So.
1: Okay. Now I hear a now I hear a plan. Now we can do a reading on that plan. Okay. So Ali, we have some ideas here. Uh, what is your sign of the zodiac, dear? Aquarius. A what? Aquarius. A hmm. Taurus. What? <laughs> no, you said Uh-oh. Aquarius. <laughs> Aquarius. You said Aquarius. Yes. Aquarius. Oh, okay. oh, I thought she said Taurus. My mistake. Oh, no, All sorry, right. No, I'm
6: sorry. I'm
1: not a Taurus. Not a Taurus, you're an Aquarius. That's another fixed sign. Yeah. And I will say one thing about Aquarius before you go into your reading with Ollie. Aquarius often has an incredible amount of skill and talent, but is a bit too methodical because hmm. in the um uh in the old um form of, of, you know, reality, they that sign has a tendency to be a little bit too technical and not real mm-hmm. loose. So, um, but it's now ruled by Uranus, and that is an interesting, it's such a big change in what happened to Aquarius, to be ruled by Uranus. And the internet may be a better provider for you, a better what, mm-hmm. avenue to fame. I'm now going to turn you over to Ollie. Oh.
2: Yeah, thanks, Kate. Um I think um there, I've done a geomantic chart, and, and I will get to that in a second. Speaking off of just your star sign, uh, in traditional astrology, uh, medieval and renaissance, and Arabic astrology, uh, Aquarius is ruled by Saturn. And more often than not, mm-hmm. um, it's one of the ones... So there's a series of signs, or, or zodiac signs, known as the blessed signs and the cursed signs. Yeah. Don't get scared. The cursed doesn't mean you're ruined or doomed or whatever. But the cursed signs generally indicate those signs that will naturally have certain difficulties in life. Whereas the blessed signs mean that they will naturally, if nothing else is iffy in the chart, will have a good life. A Leo, for example, is considered in traditional astrology a blessed sign. Leos will generally get what they want, right, at the end of the day, if nothing else is off on the ground. For Aquarians, what I have found as an astrologer who's been working for many years on this, is they tend to start things a little late. Aquarians almost always find love late in life or find their career late in life, one or the other. That's just how Aquarians are. They're not early bloomers. They're just one of those people that, like Kat mentioned, they're methodical. They also tend to stay in the contemplative state for way too long. They tend okay. to think about things for a little bit longer. And that's reflected in, in your chart. So on cast of the geomantic chart, and the right witness, you said you left the entertainment industry, so you kind of preempted my question, is uh, cauda draconis, that is the leaving of something. It means you kind of leaving the, uh, this coming up, the fact that you've left certain opportunities behind has actually worked a little bit against you. Um, so I'm going to just give you some, Some brutal truth here. Some of the things that you have turned down in your past have closed doors. um, And so that's something to be aware of. As you stand right now, that means that the opportunities that will come your way are more restricted. And so to bear that in mind, because going for the left witness is Rubius, that is the goblet overturned, and the judge is Amiso, which is loss. This is an indication that emotionally this path is going to end up being quite draining on you no matter how skilled you sing like mariah carey and you look you know 20 to 10 years younger whatever it was but despite all of that that emotionally it's going to take a toll if this is the path you want to take and this is reflected in the first house which is you carcer carcer is the prison or the lock where you are in your life is more restrictive than you were five 10, even five years ago, um, and it means that that your opportunity to kind of mobilize or, mo- or you know deploy all of these skills in order to achieve fame is deeply deeply restricted. That you are going to face. Obstacle after obstacle. Now, that doesn't mean you cannot achieve fame or success. Cursor passes into the 11th house. The 11th house is that of friends and allies and networks. Networking and the people that you're connected with are very important. See if you can rekindle some of those old alliances, those old friendships that can help open some doors for you. The internet, as Miss Kat mentioned, is going to be a very important ally and the internet rules the eleventh house in, in um uh, the geomantic chart. So this passing to the eleventh house is, you know, cat psychically mentioned it. You know, already preempted that you should be looking at this kind of new way of global networking, not networking in your town or your local mall, but on the internet, making connections with talent agencies or friends who have already achieved success. By this moving into the eleventh, that brings you into. The uh, in conjunction to the 10th house. And the 10th house is the house of success and fame. And here we have acquisitio, which means that you can gain it. It is not a major success. This is not, uh, we're not talking worldwide fame, um, but we are talking definitely uh, some form of celebrity status with the wealth that goes with it. But if you're expecting to kind of make it big in the industry, that door has unfortunately closed Um, And it looks like it'll be a bit emotionally and and physically out of reach for you. But that doesn't mean you can't carve out some success and fame for yourself. You just have to be aware of your limitations and make the right connections that will help overcome those limitations, particularly vis-a-vis the the Internet. That's what I see here. I'm going to pass this over uh, to Co uh, uh, Meadows. And before I go, I should just mention that there there is a male figure that will become a very important ally for you. This male figure uh, is likely going to be a Pisces or a Cancer themselves, and they will they will become a very important uh, ally for you. I'm gonna hand this over to Co, who's gonna do your next reading.
6: Thank you.
4: <laughs> okay, so for whatever reason, I don't know what's going on today, but. Spirits are coming through, so I just put my cards away. <laughs> because <laughs> different ancestors are just like being very, very honest. Um, there is an ancestor on the male side of your family. I don't know if the male side like of your father's side, um, mm-hmm. if there's a lot of success there or not, I'm not really sure. But whoever this ancestor is has said this to me You have literally shot yourself in the foot, okay? You've shot yourself in the foot because you have turned down different opportunities, um, not due to the fact that they were bad things to do, but because you have this idea in your mind where you should be and where you should go and what you should be doing. And so you've missed multiple chances to get to where you wanted to go. Mm -hmm. Now, the the, the I, I will say this much. Exactly what Kat and Countryman Ali said in regards to working with social media and building. And someone who does very well with social media, I might ask, you can do a lot of great, wonderful things and become very well known in that asset and that in the aspect. But the thing about it is, with you, Miss Tiffany, is that you don't you don't want that. And that's where you're gonna that's where you're gonna get emotionally drained because you're gonna keep trying to fight a mountain and continue to really try to push to something that doesn't exist anymore
3: mm-hmm.
4: so when you can realize that that's where you're gonna have a big issue now I cannot say because I am not getting from your ancestors and I do not have a vision that's telling me what your success is gonna be, but I think if you rely on because I'll be honest with you, it, and I'm and I, now I'm speaking to you from a model. I've been signed to two agencies. I've gotten five scholarships for vocal performance. It doesn't matter if you sing like a canary and look like Beyonce. The industry wants what it's wants, And if on the paper you're a certain age, you can look like a newborn baby, and that's what it is. And like I said, no, you wanted to move to Europe. I think it's a bad idea. I think you need mm-hmm. to find your space on your own, and social media is more than likely the way that you're going to have to go. And um, Mm -hmm. from there, I think you need to do a brand. You need something to sell, and your face can sell it, whether it's makeup, like brow tutorials, I don't know. But something along those lines, and you have to build your own success and wealth. That's what I have. Mm
1: -hmm. Wow. And that is good advice from a man who has been there, done that, and been through uh, (laughs) – Several incarnations of um, fame, and I'm saying that because I've known and I've been knowing Co for quite a while now. So that was that was uh, was top notch advice. In fact, I'm going to tell you something before I uh, give you some root work advice. My first root work advice to you is work with Co. Literally seek Co out to help you. Because he knows more about this uh, than most of us do, and he has walked the walk, right, Co?
4: Absolutely, and I will tell you too, Tiffany. I, I, being honest, I wouldn't even give you root work. I would want to just have a practical consultation with you to help you get a plan together to get you where you want to go. That's what I. Thank
1: you thank you see that's what i'm saying that's what makes this show so different <laughs> we tell we tell it as it needs to be told you know what i'm saying and i'm i'm looking at this and i'm going it says right here in my rundown schedule root work cat and i'm like root work cat i don't believe the woman needs root work i believe the <laughs> woman needs <laughs> needs a business plan for honest truth i do believe that um and I'm not I'm not going to short you on the root work. I'll give you something to do, but it's a very simple something. I would like to see you use some of the products that are used for glamour and for attraction. Yes. And I'll quickly tell you what they are. Um, you know, uh, Shiva said something here in the chat room. He said, well, she came to a good show for business advice.
3: <laughs> That's
1: the truth. She's talking to. She's talking to. Well, there's three Tauruses and a Sagittarius, and all of us run our own businesses. <laughs> Plus, which we got a Scorpio running the board, and he runs a business too. All right. So uh, I'm going to give you some very simple uh, ideas for working with very simple attraction spiritual supplies. You can buy these from me or from other people. One of them is called "Look Me Over." Look Me Over sachet powder is really a good one. Get some business cards. Dust them with Look Me Over. Dust them with attraction. And um, and you're also going to want steady work because you want to get some work and crown of success. I now just mentioned four things you're going to make a blend. Look Me Over, that's so they pay attention to you. Attraction, so they're attracted to you. Steady work, so it's not just gigs and little tips and things like that. And crown of success, so you reach some kind of height. Mix those sachet powders together. You can blow them through the four corners. That's an old uh, Jamaican and Bahamian way to work, and it's also used much in the American South. Poof, poof, you just blow them to the four corners, and you say, okay, now you don't, Blow it all to the four corners. Just put a little bit in your hand mix and you call your prayer. May all those who come from the east um, you know uh, come to me in in uh with interest in my work with offers that will be pleasing and satisfying to me with safety, with good money in their hand. well how you and then you do the same thing well all those from the south, well, all those from the west, well, all those from the north say the same kind of prayer. It's out of your own words. you don't have to pray a certain uh, piece of scripture and then you're going to set up a little space. And on that space, I'd like you to um, uh, put down some images of what you would like to be yourself, doing what you want to do. If you want to sing, uh, and you have, um, uh, you know, something that represents you singing, a photo, for instance, you can use that, and um, and say, put out your call to the universe. Wear those three, excuse me, four um, items as a um, mix them. The oils, not the powders, now, and you can wear them in your hair or um, just on your body, mixed with any kind of lotion, or you can use the sachet powders, the four of them mixed together to dust, and also dust the bottoms of your feet, Um, because uh, the bottoms of your feet, you say, carry me to where I'm going to be wanted and where offers will be made to me. Now, if you want to order four oils, I'm just going to be a little business person here for a moment. Uh, Shiva reminds us in the chat room, you can mix four oils together in what's called a root worker special, and um, you get four ounces instead of um, four half ounces for a really good price, and you can use that to dress candles and for any kind of thing you want to do. If you're going for any kind of... um, Paperwork, use the powders to dust them. If you're going in person or turning in anything uh, that can be touched with one of the oil blends, then touch that with the oil blend. But I do see here that you need to um, up your um, a social media presence. You need to be really um, work on the mundane level. And you're going it, to, it, it's I'm not going to say it's too late. It's never too late. There are people who toiled in obscurity and became Nobel Prize winners at, toward the end of their life. Aquarius has a hard beginning but an easy ending to their life. Any, anything will by Saturn. And right now, Uranus has entered Taurus which means a little bit of a steadying to Uranus. It's also going to totally collapse the financial markets, but that's a whole other story. Um, it can mean upheaval, upheaval and change, but it' now is a good time since Uranus is your ruler to try to stabilize yourself because there's a lot of chaos has been around you, and you want to get it stable. So like I said, I would work with Co, and I'm not kidding. I'm specifically saying Co. I don't know if he'll take you on as a client. Would you do that, Co, if she asked?
4: I I will tell you this. um, If you're really ready to make some changes and real moves, Mm -hmm. yes, I will. But I would just say make sure that you're ready. Once you've let go of what you think you want, then I feel that we could work together. Mm.
1: All right. Thank you very much, Co. All right. We're going to turn this over to the Uranian electronic and um, technical (laughs) aspect of our radio show. Here it comes.
2: The LMC Radio Network is a media alliance whose excellent shows include The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rootwork Hour with Catherine Ironwood and Condraman Ollie, Sundays, 3 to 4.30, The Crystal Silence League Hour with John St. Germain, Tuesdays, 5 to 6, and The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron with Elvira Love and Phoenix Le Fay, Fridays, 6 to 7 all-time specific, at 3 Hours for Eastern, sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com.
0: And now it's time for our freestyle segment with CoMeadows of in Auburn, Alabama. Take it away, Co.
4: Okay, so just to recap, today's topic was on protection. And um this protection work is derives from reflective work. It's, um one of the categories that Kat mentioned earlier in the show. Um, you know, you can do it with mirrors and all of these other type of things, but I think it's very important to show people that there's more than one way to skin a cat, you know?
3: Mm-hmm. So
4: what you're going to do is, number one, if you have a specific enemy or if there's just bad luck around you, what you're going to need to do, you can do this a variety of ways. I'm going to give you a couple. You can take a red pen, okay, write the initials and birth date of that person, of that place, of that thing, idea in ink on the bottom of the bone, Not on the bottom, but inside the bowl. So not like on the bottom, but inside the bowl, okay? You can write it on that, or you can write it on a a piece of petition paper. And the last way you can also write it on is a piece of foil, all right? So say, for example, it's um, Bobby Jean who's trying to take your job. So you're going to write Bobby Jean's name on the petition or on the bowl, and you put it in there, and you put it in the bowl, you're then going to fill that bowl with water. Take this bowl of water and sit it outside of your home. Um, if you live in an apartment, sit it in your window, sit it on a little Juliet balcony because I know other, you know, different people live in different situations. Um, you're going to sit it out under a full moon. Allow that bowl to sit out between 9 to 13 days. After that 9 to 13th day, depending on what you decide, or actually what you divine. I always see people don't decide anything. Go to your ancestors and divine on that date, divine on, the, on, the, on what you should be doing. So once you've done that after 9 or 13 days, go back and see if those words have disappeared. If so, you have now reflected and protected yourself from that person. At that point, you need to dispose of that water. If this person means you harm, you dispose of it, in the way that you would need for them to be, for that, uh, you know, to be justified. So I'm not going to tell you go run to the graveyard. I'm not going to tell you to go throw it in whatever else. That's your decision. But depending on where you dispose of it, you can send them away. Go take the water to running water, and it's going to send them away. Take it to the crossroads, and then going scatter out all those issues and problems but you're going to dispose of it in the way that you need to according to your situation. And that is how you would do a good old great protection work. And, um, I mean, you can even amp it up by doing four bowls and doing four corners of your home or your yard.
1: Mm. Wow. Now, um, you know, you said something also when we were talking first that there was an older way to do this, which would be to take red... Ink Instead of ink from an ink pen, but you could use ink made temporarily for that purpose from red berries. And, uh, yes, so red berries. Could you bears. just speak about that a little bit?
4: Yes. In the traditions of Vodou, um, red doesn't just represent love. And most of all, in Vodou, we focus on pink and those things in, in regards to love. But red is for protection. So what you do is you're going to take um, berries, strawberries, raspberries. It could be a blackberry that bleeds red, as um, Kat and I discussed earlier, as long as the color is red. Take it, crush it up, and even add some protection herbs in there. Why not? Put some eucalyptus. Take some mint. Get some barberry, okay, Um, agrimony. Crush it all up. Make sure you get a good, nice paste to make an ink. Take it, and then you can just write your initials or write their initials or the initials of the job person place a thing in the bowl, on the piece of poor paper, on the petition, and then continue on. I like doing it that way because I feel when you are more connected to the earth, the earth definitely works for you in a better way. And also too, you can then once you pour it back into the earth, it is biodegradable. It's not some man made ink that is, you know, harming the planet. So
1: Yeah a um, um, uh, Conjurman Ali just posted, blackberries are associated with St. Michael and have a protective reversing edge to them and would make a good addition to ink. Uh, mm-hmm. Shiva said in the chat room, pomegranate. That's really yeah. good if you live in an area where pomegranates grow naturally like here. They're very common. And I'm going to say that in the spiritual church movement in Oakland, people used beet juice, from canned beets. I mean, you know, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? <laughs> canned beets. That was it. You just go down and buy a can of um, those sliced beets, you know, and that you would use that. And people would instead of using a um, mm, a pen with the canned beet juice, I was taught to just dip your finger in and write with your finger in a yes, white. Yes, that's what I was going to suggest. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. And um and you can um now you say a bowl and um. And I would say what I was taught very similar. It's a soup bowl. It's a it's a flattish bowl. It's not a deep. It's not like a mixing bowl that you would put a a a mixer into. But it's a flatter Mm. bowl, and um, that's how we worked. And always on white china, and um, and uh, and use your fingers. So there are many ways to do this. Many many ways. This this is something I believe to be as widespread as as um. As wherever African people and Mediterranean people are, mm-hmm. this way of working can be found one way or another. I, and I'm going to tell I you I all another you. one. To, let me just oh, let sorry. me just finish up real quick. Miss um uh, uh, also studied in the Spiritualist Church, and she found that people would say to do it in a bathtub and to write. You know, what you need to be protected from, or your prayer protection, with, with red juice or red ink in the bathtub, and then bathe and let it go down the drain. So there's another way.
2: Mm. Interesting. There's a the long tradition of writing on, on plates um, that has been popularized by Jewish magic, in particular, the writing of psalms and prayers on uh, on plates that then are uh, dissolved, you find it throughout the Mediterranean and spreading into hoodoo, uh and a variety of different other traditions. But very famously, uh, a lot of old Jewish magic.
1: That's that's true. If you look in my book, paper in my shoe, you'll find a Jewish protection bowl that divorces a demon from a yeah. family. And Nagashiva just had to add: in Satanist tradition, you use your own blood. <laughs> You can use menses if you're female, or get it from a diabetic's lancet. Oh Mm. boy! (laughs) Any these are all fabulous ways to work. They're very individual. And thank you, Co, for that free spell and leaving it general and yes, it's it's open-ended. It is a it's both a divination and a spell. Now, if it doesn't work the first time, if the initials don't go away, just wash it out on purpose and do it again until it will dissolve naturally. In other words, you you want the end result to be as you want it. So if it doesn't work the first time, do it again, do it again, do it again, until you get the result you are desiring and requiring. So thank you. Thank you very much, Co. We're going to turn this over to Papa Newt. He's going to give us our uh, little outro, and then we'll come back and we'll each say goodbye in our own several ways. Take it away, Papa Newt.
0: Thank you Ms. Cat and Contemanali and thank you Comettos of Comedos.com in Auburn, Alabama for being our guest this week. We invite you to join us next week when we'll have another special guest from the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers. Will be Mama E of ConjureDoctor.com in Los Angeles, California, bringing us the discuss discussion Rose, the Queen of Flowers. Once again, we come to an end of another Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rootwork Hour, brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California. You can find Miss Kat via the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com and Conjurer Molly at the in Mission Viejo, California. I'm your announcer, Pop Newt, joining you from popnewt.com in Omaha, Nebraska. The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rework Hour can be heard every week live on Blog Talk Radio at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and the shows are available in archive uh, via luckymojo.com slash radioshow.html. For all of us at Lucky Mojo, I'd like to say thank you for being here, and invite you to tune in once again next week at the same time when you'll hear the familiar strings of the Memphis Jug Band playing, the Jug Band Waltz, Thanks, everybody. Goodbye.
1: All right. Well, thank you so much, Cole Meadows, for being our guest. And come back soon, will you?
4: Absolutely. And I do want to encourage everyone to definitely check out conjuresouth.com. And also, if you're in the Atlanta or southeast area, come and check us out this weekend from 12 until 3 in Atlanta, Georgia.
1: All right. Conjuresouth.com. And that's going to be a, a quarterly a collection or a magazine, or I guess you could say a quarterly compendium, and I, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Thank you, Man Holly, for being here.
2: Always a pleasure.
1: All righty. And I, I hope that we'll see you all again next week. In the meantime, good night.
4: Good night. Bye-bye. Good night,